0: Hi, welcome back to another episode of Stand on Guard. I'm your host, David Creighton. And we had a huge firing of reporters this week. And Justin Trudeau's outraged about it. But we're going to break down his response to this Bell Media firing of 4,800 reporters. And I'm going to explain why he's completely hypocritical as usual about it. We'll be right back. So we are in a very precarious position in this country. We need political change, but we also need to resolve to resist. And like Sasha, my cat, demonstrated, please like the station ring the bell and do so right now if you can it helps us beat the youtube algorithm which is very mysterious why some people who do the same thing every day are getting hundreds of thousands of views it's like these people are being propelled there by youtube other people are left in the dust. I'm not going to be one of them because I'm fighting for you. So please like the stay and subscribe. I, I hear all the time in the comments section that people are being unsubscribed by YouTube. I hear that from my friends at Redacted as well, where I also appear once a week to talk about Canadian news. So that's a much larger station, but they are Dealing with the same nonsense from YouTube. People are being unsubscribed, not once, but twice, maybe three times. So please be patient. And if you want to support the station, I thank you for doing so. And it's painful to see Sasha ring that bell. Because as some of you know from my last House of Commons question period, live podcast, Sasha left us. The other morning, very early, I was up with her. And Sasha was a, a big part of these broadcasts. She was always here with me watching these broadcasts. And you know, we we filmed her ringing the bell for to promote this broadcast and, and she was a wonderful wonderful cat and it's it's very sad to to see her go and it's difficult i must say it's difficult i didn't think it was going to be quite this difficult but it was a it was cancer and i believe it was a necessary cancer and you know how hard i fought against covid mandates And and people being forced to get the vaccine. And I believe this cancer was a direct result of a flu vaccine that suddenly cats were supposed to get. I never thought twice about it. But we battled that with her. We tried a lot of different things. And I'm sorry if I'm talking about personal stuff like this. I just needed to do so because you're probably wondering why I haven't been broadcasting as much. I've been trying to keep abreast of the news, and it's been hard. But thank you for listening. It helps. I feel like so many of you out there who listen, who watch this broadcast throughout the week, are friends. And uh, you you say so in your comments. You're, You're concerned about me. You're concerned about my family. And you're even concerned about my little cat. Sasha, who was a real member of our family here. And I thank you for that concern. I thank you for all of you who have said so many wonderful things in your comments. And it, it means so much. It means so much because uh, you think you can you can march on. I'm a military guy. I spent the most part of my non-media career was in the military. And you think you can soldier on or you can you can march on and be unaffected, but no you can't. We can't if we care. And thank you again for caring for me and for that little cat that was so much a part of my life and my family's life. So it's been a busy news week, hasn't it? There's been so much going on. I I put something out about Tucker Carlson. In his interview with Vladimir Putin, it got demonetized for reasons I still can't explain or understand, and I'm still trying to do that. But, of course, Trudeau freaked out, didn't he, when Putin said, if you don't think Nazism is a problem today, if you're not concerned about this issue, just... Watch this episode from the House of Commons, where a former Waffen SS soldier, Yaroslav Honka, received two standing ovations from the House of Commons, even though he was introduced as somebody who was fighting against the Russians during the Second World War. Anybody with any sense of history, and I know Justin Trudeau doesn't have a very strong sense of history, but anybody with any sense of history, and the chief of defense staff was there. That. That day. And I would think the top military officer, the top military general in the Canadian armed forces should have known whose side the Russians were on in the Second World War. We were allied with the Russians, so I don't want to go on about this, but Trudeau has the nerve. He's still trying to distance himself from a decision he made from a decision he was very much a part of. He blamed the Speaker, insisted the Speaker Anthony wrote of resign. Trudeau has no intention of resigning over this. He has no intention of even owning up to his responsibility for it. That he invited the guy to a reception in Toronto, and obviously he knew he was invited to the House of Commons to sit in the gallery. And that he was going to be recognized by the Speaker, and obviously get a standing ovation or an ovation of some kind. Trudeau knew this was coming. And we know that Hanka met with Trudeau before the speech. So what else happened in terms of Trudeau's hypocrisy? I'm going to take you through this. And we'll talk about various censorship legislation that's going on right now. Okay? Now, you know, in Canada, we've gone through Bill C-11 and C-18. C-11 was all about Canadian content. Totally ridiculous. Because we got lots of Canadian content on the internet, on cable, cable news, cable entertainment, and on social media. This is Canadian content. I, 90% of the material I do here on Creighton's right, here, on Stand on Guard, is Canadian first. I often talk about the U.S., sometimes Europe, but mostly this is Canadian politics. So it's Canadian content. So C11 was unnecessary. C18 was all about extorting money from social media agencies to give to the media. Now, Google has agreed to do that. Meta still isn't doing that because they don't think they should be paying for this content, when by putting it up on Facebook and Instagram, they are quadrupling, sometimes tenth folding, the amount of people who are seeing this material. So it's really a moot point. We know the online safety bill is a third part of Trudeau's censorship has yet to be named It's going to be called the online safety bill, but the bill has yet to be given a numerical designation. I'm predicting that's coming in the spring. Trudeau is very enthused about doing this. It's already passed in Great Britain as the online safety bill. uh, Now it's the Online Safety Act. Australia has the Online Safety Act. These are dangerous provisions that the government can use to eliminate any news or information they don't agree with, because these bills, these laws, these this legislation says we're banning disinformation, misinformation and malinformation without even bothering to define what that is. So this is dangerous. Now, what else has Trudeau done in terms of trying to control the media in this country? Well, it's very, very well known that he has subsidized the mainstream media, the legacy media. So we have the state media, CBC, getting $1.3 billion annually of taxpayer money. And they're still cutting positions, even though... And they're still getting paid advertising on the television side of CBC. Turn the television on, watch CBC... There's still lots of advertising going on there, isn't there? And they're getting paid for it. So they've got huge subsidy coming from the taxpayer that is also supplemented by advertising revenue that's coming in faithfully. So CBC continues to suck up huge amounts of tax dollars. Trudeau has also allocated tax dollars to the legacy media through tax breaks and direct infusions of cash into the media to pay for journalists' salaries. Literally, to pay for journalists' salaries. Now, I always had a problem with that because journalists should not want their salaries paid for by the government, especially the Trudeau government, which expects reciprocity. He pays your salary, you'd better be giving him positive press, positive media. And that's exactly what the anticipation was. And often, that's exactly how too many journalists deliver the news. We've seen breaks in that over the last two years, as people become increasingly fed up with the arrogance and the hypocrisy and the authoritarianism of the Trudeau government. But then the story breaks on Friday. That Bell Media, let's say CTV, that's how we largely know Bell Media, is killing 4,800 positions. Not executives, not administrative support, journalists. Holy hell! I thought that's why Trudeau was subsidizing the media. To keep these journalists active. So this is a big charade. So, these massive media organizations suck in your taxpayer money and they say, ah, We're still going to do what we want, which is maximize profits and get rid of the journalists and say, Bye bye. You're not working here anymore. Is this a crime to be taking money with your right hand from the government me, with your right hand, and with your left hand firing? They're reporters on your network. Let's listen to Heritage Minister Pascal saint who I think has been a lousy Heritage Minister since she inherited the job from Pablo Rodriguez. And you have to remember, it's Saint-Ong who is carrying forth the next branch of Trudeau's censorship legislation as we just discussed, the Online Safety Act. That's going to be her belly whack that this legislation is going through the Heritage Ministry. God knows why, because it's not really a heritage issue. It should be a justice issue because it's amending the criminal code, really. It's making it's banning news. I don't know why this is being bequeathed to the Heritage Ministry. But here is Saint Ong. Oh, I think she looks like she's on the verge of crying as she talks about this Bell a decision. Let's have a look.
1: The past decade, when acquisition were allowed for those big companies to acquire a television station or a radio station, it came with the promise that they would deliver on news content. And today, they are uh, backing from that promise, even though they were allowed to uh, acquire all these, this privilege, Canadian priv- privilege.
0: She looks really surprised, betrayed. Well, you can expect that. And this is what happens when the liberals hand over your money whether it's to state media or bought in your pocket media. They will screw you every time. Just like the CBC is in the massive job cuts, CTV's <laughs> gone one step further. Really big job cuts. Let's listen to the outrage expressed by Justin Trudeau. I will be interrupting His outrage, because it's rare to see Justin Trudeau really upset about anything that's not related to climate change or transgender ideology. But he looks a little bit upset about it, maybe because he looks so stupid. He's giving your tax dollars to Bell Media. Bell Media turns around and slaps him in the face. Justin doesn't like that. But I will be commenting throughout here minister accused Bell Canada of breaking its promise to invest in local news after receiving $40 million in regulatory funding. What is your view on these layoffs and what is your commitment to future government support with that company? I will just pause here for a second to note, this is Mark Holland, his unhealthy minister. Over there. I think this isn't this announcement, this interview, news, news conference is in Mark Holland's writing. It's probably why he's there. But I have nothing but contempt for Mark Holland. This is Mr. Medical Assistance in Dying. He loves this program, he loves the euthanasia program. He's the un, that's why I call him not the health minister, but the unhealthy minister. But let's continue with Trudeau.
1: I'm furious. This was a garbage decision by a corporation that should know better. We've seen over the past years journalistic outlets, radio stations, small community newspapers bought up by corporate entities who then lay off journalists, you know, change the offering, the quality of offering to people And then when people don't watch as much or engage as much, the corporate entity says, oh, see, they're not profitable anymore. We're going to sell them off. This is the erosion, not just of journalism, of quality local journalism at a time where people need it more than ever, given misinformation and disinformation. But it's eroding our very democracy.
0: Did you hear that? Misinformation and disinformation. There he goes. And why is it that it's safer to listen to the news from media that's bought off by Justin Trudeau than it is from independent media like what you're watching right now or the new media that I continue to work for than I've worked for over the years? And I've worked for mainstream media in the past. Yes, I have. Probably never will again. But why does Trudeau make the assumption that somehow all of this misinformation, disinformation is coming from outside of the legacy media? Obviously, it's not. And does he take any responsibility? Is he accountable at all for the monies that he has infused into Bell Media as it lays off and fires reporters? No, not at all. This
1: has got nothing to do with him. Our abilities to tell stories to each other of how people's lives are, stories that reflect our own communities and not, you know, central offices in our biggest cities, is part of what binds this country together from coast to coast to coast. With, with incredible diversity of experiences, of geographies, we need those local voices. And over the past years, corporate Canada, and there are many culprits on this, have abdicated their responsibility towards the communities that they have always made very good profits off of in various ways and they need like as a government we have been stepping up over the past years fighting for local journalism fighting for investments that we can have while all the while fending off attacks from conservatives and others who say no 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 you're trying to buy off journalists we're trying to support journalism in this country and across this country but Whoa, you are buying off
0: journalists. That's what you're doing. You're not supporting journalism. The state, the government should not be buying off journalists, should not be infusing vast amounts of money into the media because the expectation is that there's a quid pro quo, that the media should and is, is somehow needed to give you something back, that the media is compelled to give you the news you want. So don't give me this nonsense that you are supporting journalism. You are buying off media agencies and reporters. And it looks like it didn't do
1: you any damn good, did it? No government can do it alone. Canadians need to demand better, as we will be demanding better from corporate leaders, like in this case, Bell, that are eroding Canadians' ability to know each other, to trust each other, and to trust in the country and the future we are building together. So yeah, I'm pretty pissed off about what's just happened.
0: Oh, he's pretty pissed off about what just happened. Well, that's unfortunate, Justin. It's uh, You didn't control what happened. And talk about these vague threats to do something differently. Yes, you will continue to try to keep the media in your pocket. That's your strategy. That is what you are all about. You really don't care about these job losses so much as you care about Reporters not being in your pocket. And you really are upset that these big media organizations just ignore you and betray you. And your government money didn't add up to very much in the end. But that is all about Justin Trudeau's inability to be honest with himself or with Canadians about what he's really doing here. Trudeau's media strategy is a scam and it's all about control it's all about controlling new media controlling independent media through censorship and controlling the legacy media through dollars and he can't understand that the old time media is dissolving Because people are leaving it in droves. And if it fails to adapt to the new audience, to the new technology, to what is required in 2024, not 2004, it's going to fail. And millions and billions of government dollars are not going to reverse that. That is what Justin Trudeau refuses to acknowledge. One other point here, you might have noticed in the background there. Who's the dumb looking premier standing behind Trudeau like he always does? Well, that's Ontario Premier Doug Ford, the faux conservative, who let you down during COVID with some of the toughest and harshest lockdown measures in Canada, who watched businesses close all over the province for no reason at all, who forced you to take the vaccine, and who supported Justin Trudeau in the invocation of the Emergencies Act, and when a federal court said Trudeau had gone wrong, and he'd overstepped his authority, that the invocation of the Emergencies Act was unjustified, unreasonable, and unconstitutional, who backed him, and who said Trudeau is right to appeal it? Doug Ford, again. And here he is standing with his buddy, his political uh, is his, his political ally, Justin Trudeau. These two are birds of a feather. These two love each other and they love each other's policies. so don't take Doug Ford seriously as a conservative of any kind. He's not and beware of journalists who are in his pocket. Thank you so much for watching today. It's been a difficult broadcast. I want to thank you all again for the concern and the the sympathy you've shown me in the last couple of days over the loss of my cat, Sasha. Thank you for watching. We're going to continue to bring you the news you want. I'm going to continue to work hard for you. And one thing I can promise you in 2024 is we don't bring you clickbait. We don't bring you stupid headlines and stupid thumbnails that are inaccurate, that are basically lies. We bring you the truth. We don't promise what we can't deliver. Unfortunately, too many outlets out there are doing just that. And it will... Catch up with them sooner or later. You cannot continue to misrepresent the truth, whether you're in the mainstream media or the independent media. Thank you for being a faithful viewer of this station, and I'll be back, and I promise I'm getting a haircut soon. <laughs> I promise I'm going to start to look like Pablo Rodriguez. But I honestly haven't had an opportunity in the last couple of weeks but I will going in Monday. Thank you, and God bless you all for your continued support, and I'll see you soon.